The Productive Woman, Episode 354. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, thank you for joining me. In this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about ways we can get back on track when life has just gotten out of control. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 354. This episode is brought to you by longtime sponsor Text Expander. Keep it consistent and accurate with Text Expander. In our fast-paced world, things change constantly. Errors in messaging can often have significant consequences. Text Expander lets you make new approved messaging available to every team member instantly with just a few keystrokes, ensuring your team remains consistent, current, and accurate. Now, if you've just joined me recently and you haven't heard me talk about Text Expander before, then you probably are asking, well, wh- what are you talking about and what team and all of that sort of thing? What is Text Expander? Briefly, it is a tool that is on your computer and your other devices that allows you to create what they call snippets, but they're little abbreviations. You know, you choose whatever it is that you'll you'll remember, a short abbreviation for a longer piece of text. And it can be anything from a phone number that you have to type frequently to long, you know, multi-paragraph texts with formatting and everything else. Anything that you type or cut and paste frequently is a great candidate for being a text expander snippet saves you huge amounts of time. And this is a tool that I have used since long before they became a sponsor of this podcast. Now, what's great about it is it's available kind of all over the place. It's available for Mac, for Windows, for iOS, uh, for any device basically that you're using. Anywhere where you're typing text or cutting and pasting text, you can use Text Expander. And because it sort of lives in the cloud, you can use it with your team, whether it's at work or at a, ch- a charitable organization that you're a member of, so that everybody is using the same way of saying things, so to speak. If you have lots of, uh, questions that come in via email, for instance, to your organization, you could put together a, an answer that's everything spelled correctly and the grammar's good. And it clearly gives an answer to whatever that common question is. And then you create a snippet for it. And anytime whoever's answering that email, uh, needs to give that answer, it's going to be consistent and correct every time. So you can get your message right every time. It expands content that corrects your spelling, that keeps your language consistent with just a few keystrokes. And whether it's you personally or your team, you'll consistently know the right message for the right person at the right time without relying on memory or your typing abilities or copy and paste. Those of you who are listening to the Productive Woman podcast, you can get 20% off your first year by visiting textexpander.com slash podcast. And that's where you can learn more about it. They have some tutorials on there and lots of information about how Text Expander can help 
make you more efficient and more effective in your written communication uh, on your computer. Uh, that's textexpander.com/podcast to learn more and to get 20% off your first year and be sure you let them know that the productive woman sent you. All right. We're going to get into our topic. This episode was inspired by a great question that Becky asked in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group. And uh, I, I read this question, I thought, oh, oh girl, me too. And so here, here's Becky's question. She said, you may have covered this before, but I would love to hear tips on how to get going when you have lost control of everything, email, work projects, home organization, health goals, not just how to deal with a bad day, but picking yourself up and starting again when you've let everything slide for months and are faced with an overwhelming chaotic backlog. And like I said, I read that and I thought, oh, Becky, we have all been there. I know I have been there. Uh, maybe we've, you know, we have great systems and habits and routines in place, but something happens in our life that throws that all out of whack and our, our schedule gets messed up. Our systems aren't working for us. Our habits kind of fall by the wayside. I mean, I mentioned last week that for me, a series of house guests and family events combined with, a, a you know, some back-to-back -back very tight work deadlines for my legal practice got me off track in several ways. And the issue here, so I mean, it can happen to anybody, but but the issue here is that when it goes on for, you know, a length of time, it can result in a situation that's completely overwhelming. Things are so chaotic and the backlog is so big, we don't even know where to start. And it's just overwhelming to look at it. Add to that some negative self-talk and I'm talking about, you know, maybe you don't do this, but this is what happens to me when I get in that situation. What is the matter with you? You should have been able to keep up. How did you let things get so bad? Add that negative self-talk to the backlog and the chaos, and we can end up stuck in a cycle that just perpetuates the problem. And so, I, I, Becky, I'm not an expert but I know this community has lots of people in it who have great ideas. And so I'm putting out the call now for you all to share your thoughts uh, in the comment section of the show notes for this episode. Uh, and so that B Becky and I and everybody else can read them. And, and that is, you'll find those show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 354. But I wanted to share a few thoughts that I had on this and the way that I sort of bring myself back to, to, to an ability to get things under control when things have just gone haywire, like, like we've been discussing. And so here are a few thoughts that I had. I think, first of all, it starts in our mind. We have to recognize when we are criticizing and condemning ourselves basically for being human, because this happens to all of us at one time or another. And it's hard to take any action when we are mired in self-criticism. And so we need to, first of all, become aware of them. So catch those thoughts, notice them, and don't then further 
criticize yourself for thinking that way. It's, it's not that there's anything wrong with you, but we have to first become aware that we're doing it. That self-talk that I was mentioning earlier, catch ourselves when we're thinking those things and then decide whether you're going to believe those thoughts or not. Uh, when you find yourself thinking, oh, you are such a slob, or you just can't keep things under control, or whatever the thought is that you have, write that down and look at it and say, do I believe that? Do I, how do I feel when I believe that? And do I want to keep believing that? Or do I want to believe something else? Uh, we can choose to believe something else. We can replace those thoughts with, I'm the kind of person who bounces back when things go haywire. That's one thought. And then we can act like that kind of person does. But the first step is becoming aware and sort of managing our own thinking. And then take a step back and consider whatever the, the problem is, the crisis you're in, the chaos that you're in, and how you got there. How did things first kind of go off the rails to where you got to the point you are now that things are out of control? Was there an illness? Was there a new baby? A family crisis of some sort? maybe a pandemic. Uh, there is a reason why you are where you are today. What is that reason? And sometimes it's a combination of things. Like I mentioned earlier, for me, things kind of went off the rails a little bit with a series of house guests that were here for periods of time, uh, some family events like my daughter having a baby and some other things happening, things related to the pandemic, and then a very busy legal practice that a whole bunch of things came due all at the same time and took a, a lot more time. So sometimes it's a combination of things, but recognizing where, where did this start? Just acknowledging that there was a reason, that something that got you on the path that took you where you are today. Knowing what that is can help you come up with a solution to get out of it. Another thing that's part of managing our mind is back in episode 221, we talked about some things to do when we're disappointed in our progress toward our goals. And here, maybe we're not necessarily talking about goals per se, we're just talking about managing our day to day life and the, the, the commitments and the obligations and the things that we need to do. But much of what we talked about in episode 221 is applicable here. So it would be worth listening to. But key points in this, in managing your own thinking so that you can start to take action and turn things around. Uh, the, the key points were don't compare yourself to anybody else. If you're, you know, thinking your house should look like or your career should look like or your relationship should look like somebody else's. And the fact that you can't match whatever this other person is doing means there's something wrong with you. Uh, we talk about that in, in a little more depth in episode 221, but the short answer is don't compare yourself. We don't know what's going on in somebody else's life or in their head. And comparing ourselves is always on the basis of at least incomplete information, and it's going to lead to unhelpful conclusions. So first step there is don't, don't compare yourself to anybody else. Second tip out of that episode is let go of the shoulds, all those things that you think you should do, or you should be able to do, or you should have done. Let those go. We are where we are today, right now. Let's deal with where we are and forget about the shoulds. Uh, how can we move forward from where we are today instead of beating up on ourselves? 
And the third point from that episode, and that we've talked about more than once on this podcast, is even in this situation, if you feel like your life is completely out of control, and it's your fault, so to speak, show yourself as much compassion as you would show a dear friend or a child. Give yourself grace, you are allowed to be human, none of us is perfect. So all of these are things related to managing our own thinking, because it's, it's, we feel bad when things are out of control and we're surrounded by chaos and our house is a mess and our, we're not getting our work projects done or whatever those things are. Email inbox is just exploded. The only thing worse than, than feeling bad is feeling bad about feeling bad. So be, it's, it's okay that you're not happy with this situation, but don't beat yourself up over it. And let's, that will make it easier for you to uh, find a path forward. Uh, if we're not just stuck in, in condemning ourselves for letting ourselves get to this position in the first place. So that's the first thing. Start paying attention to the thoughts you're having, catching them and choosing on purpose, whether you're going to believe them or choose something else. Second then would be to take a few minutes to look for the positive. We talked last week about how going into anything in a positive frame of mind is, is better than going into it with a negative frame of mind. And the way we can get into a positive frame of mind is intentionally on purpose, look for the positive. So what is working for you right now? Yeah, you probably if you're like me, you can see all the things that aren't working. But what is working? You know, what what's what are you happy about? What have you done well, instead of only focusing on the things you feel like you should have been doing to keep life under control? What have you been doing well? Maybe your house is a mess, but you've been very present for your children or for a sick parent or, you know, for something else. What, whatever it is, look for what have you done well. And if you're thinking, well, nothing, I haven't done anything well, I challenge you to, to look again. And maybe go to someone who loves you and say, what, what have I been doing well these last weeks or months? Ask someone who loves you to help you find those things. And spend a few minutes and write down 10 or more things that you are grateful for right now, even in the midst of the chaos. So get your mind wrapped around the positive, looking for those things. And then the next step to start to get control, to take action on the chaos that has resulted as, as you know, life has kind of gotten out of control for you is to do a, a mind dump. Sit down with a pen and paper and write down everything that's weighing on your mind right now. So getting it all out of your head and onto paper where you can look at it and evaluate it rationally really is a crucial first step of restoring peace and order. And I know when you're in that situation where everywhere you look, there's something that needs attention, it's hard to feel like there's time to sit down and do this. And you think I need to do something now. And, and you can sort of run around like that proverbial chicken with its head cut off, just doing a little bit of this and a little of that and not feeling like you're making any progress. Because all this stuff is rattling around in your mind of all the other things you should be doing. That's why it's so important first to sit down and get it all out onto paper. 
and I mean everything, every project that's uncompleted, every healthy habit that you've dropped, every deadline that's looming or that you've missed, every task that needs to be tended to, everything you're worrying about or feeling like you've missed, um, write it down in as much detail as you can. Get it all on paper. Think about what what is the chaos, you know, and I, I'm using the word chaos because that was in, in Becky's question, you know, about that chaotic, overwhelming backlog of things that haven't gotten done and as life has gotten out of control. Where specifically is the chaos in your life? Is it at home? Is it at work? Is it in relationships? Is it other or all of the above? What exactly needs to be done? What, you know, write it all down, even if what needs to be done is, you know, figure out what to do about this thing, you know, about X. Be sure to pay attention to your thoughts as you do this. So this goes back to the first point. If you start down that path of beating yourself up of how did I let so much pile up? Remember, grace give yourself grace, have compassion. If you start to feel that panic of overwhelm or despair of, I am never going to be able to get caught up. Look at all the things I've written down, you know, four pages worth of things that have slipped through the cracks and need attention. Take a few deep breaths and remind yourself, you don't have to do everything at once. Right now, all you're doing is getting it on paper, trying to get your arms around the scope of the situation, whatever it is. Once it's all on paper, you can start to take action. And the action simply is to choose one thing on the list and do something about it. And which, you know, don't spend a lot of time thinking about which is the right thing. Where should I start? There's no right or wrong answer about where to start. Go for a quick win. Pick something that will give a visible result with minimal effort. Um, you know, if, if part of the chaos is the house is a mess, uh, you know, clear, clear out the kitchen sink. Just start with that put all the dishes in the dishwasher or wash what's in there and put them away so that the, the sink is empty. Something that gives you an immediate visible result without doing a lot of effort. There's a great quote attributed to Mark Twain that is so relevant here that I've been thinking about. He said, the secret of getting ahead is getting started. Okay. Great point. Do something. It do, don't worry about picking the right thing, the perfect thing. Just do something. And then he goes on and says, the secret of getting started is breaking your complex, overwhelming tasks into small, manageable tasks, and then starting on the first one. And we've talked about this in the past. I'll try to, I didn't look this up beforehand, but I know we've done episodes about breaking big, overwhelming, complex projects down into actionable small steps so that you can take them. I'll try to put a link in the show notes to that, or you can search, um, you know, projects in on the website to find episodes where we've talked about, you know, kind of detailed step-by-step how to do that. But the secret of getting ahead is getting started and do some small thing that will give you visible results fairly quickly. In the same vein, use some simple hacks to get immediate relief. So depending on what your chaos is, what your issue is, what, what you're worried about, what's bothering you, will that will change maybe how you can get some immediate relief. So for instance, is your email inbox stressing you out? You, because you have a huge backlog of unanswered or even unread emails, 
And every time you open your email, you see all those unread emails in your inbox and it just stresses you out. Okay, here's a way to get some immediate mental relief from that stress of seeing those there. Create a new folder in your email inbox or in your, you know, in your email folders called to process and move all of the emails out of your inbox into that folder, every one of them, so that the inbox is empty. Put them all in there. So you're starting fresh. Now you're not deleting them. You're just putting them into this folder. And then you're going to put on your calendar, you're going to schedule maybe 10 to 15 minutes, a couple of times a day to go into that folder and process a few of them. Uh, just, you're going to set a timer for 10 or 15 minutes, open up that folder, start at the top and, and go through them quickly, read them, either reply or file or delete or add something. If there's something you need to do about it, add it to your, your master to-do list, file the email and move on. And in the meantime, now you're paying attention to your inbox more regularly. So it doesn't get that bad again. But all those emails, that backlog, they've sat there all that time, they can sit a little longer. And if you just chip away at them 10 minutes, a couple of times a day, eventually you'll get through them all and they'll be, you know, that'll be gone. So that's a simple hack to get immediate relief. Just create that to process folder, move everything out of your inbox into that folder and schedule time to work on it. If your issue is that your house is a cluttered mess and you don't have time to just spend all day decluttering and cleaning it up, then take 10 minutes, grab a big laundry basket or a box and just sweep through the rooms, the cluttered rooms and toss everything that's where it doesn't belong into that basket or box, put everything, no matter what it is, put it all in there so that you've cleared out the space, cleared off the tabletops, the counters, the, the, you know, what things that are piled on the couch or on your bed or whatever it is, put everything that's in a, in a place it doesn't belong in, into that box or basket and find a place where you can put it where it's accessible, but not, you know, right in the way. And then again, schedule 10 or 15 minutes a day to go into that box and pull things out to put where they belong. And if it's trash, throw it away. If it belongs in another room, put it where it belongs. If it's, you know, something that needs attention, put it where it ne- where it needs to be tended to. But by doing this, you've cleared out this, the space, you've given yourself uncluttered space to live in while you're processing the things in this box. If your issue of part of what's kind of gotten out of control is that your healthy habits have gone by the wayside, and this is something I mentioned last week that I'm dealing with, just pick one thing to reinstate. One of the the healthy habits that you used to follow that just you've slipped on because of all the the things going on in life. So whether it's you're going to start by making sure every day you drink eight glasses of water, or you're going to go for a walk or you're going to turn the lights out by 10 p.m. each night so you can get a good night's sleep because it's pretty hard to be productive without enough sleep. Uh, Just pick one of them. Give yourself permission to just choose one of those healthy habits and reinstate that now and let that settle in before you add another one. So these are just simple little things you can do to get some immediate relief from the chaos that's surrounding you and that feeling like things are out of control. The next thing I would recommend is to ask for help. We kind of tend to think we need to do these things all ourselves, but we don't. 
And so get your family members or your work colleagues on board, depending on where, where it is. Find a friend who also wants to get things back on track in her life and team up to encourage each other. You can, you know, brainstorm, help each other identify next steps, because sometimes it's easier to see a a way out for somebody else's crisis than it is for our own. So help each other with identifying where, where should I start or what can I do next to, to make progress and getting, getting this all cleared up. Maybe check in each morning with a quick text where you each say today, I'm going to do this off my list. And then at the end of the day, you can follow up with each other. Hey, you said you were going to do X. Did you, how'd you do? Did you get it done? Um, hold each other accountable. If it's a fitness or health goal, maybe you can work on it together. You know, if you need to get back to exercising regularly, maybe you can meet at the park and let your kids play while you, you know, jog around a track or something. Uh, But find someone to, to a friend who can pair up with you, who also wants to make progress and you can help each other out. If you don't have someone local who's of a similar mindset that wants to, you know, pair, uh, partner up with you on this, reach out to the Productive Woman community. If you're in the Facebook group, I'll bet there's someone there who who could pair up with you uh, and the two of you could encourage and hold each other accountable reach out for that. The other thing you can do in terms of getting help is to hire a coach or some kind of support person in whatever area you think will help you most, whether maybe for a period of time, you need to hire a fitness trainer to help get you back on track in, in, in your health or a business coach to help you kind of get things back in order in your professional life, a professional organizer to come in and help you get your house back in order, or a life coach maybe to help you with that mindset work. But find a professional who can help you in whichever area you think will help you most. Then the next thing that's important to do in terms of taking action and and getting things back under control is schedule time to work on it. Block out time on your calendar. So every, you know, every weekend, maybe Sunday evening, sit down and look at the week ahead and think, when am I going to work on this project? When am I going to block in time? Maybe I've got an hour Tuesday afternoon or a couple hours on Thursday morning to work on getting things back in control, which in whichever area we're talking about this, but this overall project of taming the chaos and getting life back in order. It, it, it won't happen if it doesn't get scheduled. And so carve out that time. Nobody's going to give you the time. You need to find it and create it for yourself and put it on the calendar, make that appointment with yourself and keep it as, as sacred, as an, an important appointment, as much as if you were meeting with the, the, you know, the head of state of the country you live in. The most important thing, and the kind of the last thing I'll say on this is to give yourself permission to make progress slowly in small increments. We sometimes feel like when things have gotten completely out of hand and and you've got this huge backlog that you've got to fix it immediately. And the truth is most of us can't because life goes on. And if it's gotten that, you know, that serious and that chaotic, it takes time and that's okay. Allow yourself to make progress slowly and in small increments, 
because as as the saying goes, the longest journey is made one step at a time and give yourself permission to do that. Uh, Small steps taken consistently will get you anywhere you want to go. And that is totally true in this situation. So those are my thoughts, but I really do want to hear from you. uh, What do you think? What are your best tips for getting back on track when life has gotten out of control and chaotic? What helps you get your head wrapped around it again and make progress and get things back in the the situation that you want it to be in. I'd love to hear from you. You can share your ideas or your questions in the comment section of the show notes for this episode, which you will find at theproductivewoman.com slash 354. Or you can post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. If you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, that is always a great place to continue these conversations. Feel free to post there your suggestions or your ideas on how you get back on track. Or, you know, if you would like some help in kind of mastering or getting things back under control in an area where you're struggling, post that question there. And I know you'll get lots of ideas and feedback from others in the group. As always, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, I'm happy to hear them. I'm happy to to hear from you. You can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And I'd love to hear from you. I think that's it. Uh, Remember that Text Expander is offering 20% off your first year. Uh, It's a tool that could help you with mastering that email if you have lots of emails to respond to and often find yourself typing the same thing over and over again. Text Expander can save you hours of time over the course of a month. Uh, To learn more about it and to get that 20% off your first year, visit textexpander.com slash podcast and let them know that The Productive Woman sent you. And that is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. I appreciate you being here and sharing this time with me. I hope you feel like it was worthwhile. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and please extend grace to yourself and go make your life matter.